Mom, can you be quieter, please? Why, can you hear your mom in the background? No, but she can hear me, I bet. Oh no, she just texted you that. I see, I see. <laughs> Do you want me to introduce the podcast this introduce time? Introduce the podcast this it time. It was terrible. <laughs> Come on, man, I was put on the spot. Okay, here, I'll get, I'm in Winnipeg, I, I get, where are you? Here, okay, I can introduce the podcast, it's fine. Here we go. Do you want to? Yeah, I'll do it right now. Okay, sure. Yeah, this will be your thing. Okay, I'm going to introduce the podcast right now. Here we go. Okay. Welcome back to the Scruple Podcast. Insightful and joyful conversations right. between... <laughs> By young Catholic. By young Catholic men. It's your boy, Philip George. Episode 2. I'm joined here with legendary law student himself. Mm. Regan King. Yeah, I bet you didn't like that, did you? No, because <laughs> probably the least least qualified student in the college. But um, yeah, welcome back, guys. This is our second episode. We are recording on these fancy new crisp medium range microphones. How does it sound? Does it yeah. sound crisp? How do we sound today? Is this... If you're noticing that nice I sound crisp. crisp and icy, it's because I am no longer recording on a potato. An old-timey 1940s uh, <laughs> telephone booth. I'm now recording with professional equipment. Yeah. So I forget. How do we do the podcast again? Let's just catch up. How are you, how are you doing? Like, how are you doing? I'm okay. I, uh, I have been a very undisciplined boy this past week. But I'm trying to get back into it. I'm trying. I'm doing a little bit more cross country because it's no longer minus forty okay. in uh, Saskatchewan. I'm doing a little bit of a little bit of weights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, trying to trying to stay active. It's it's like oh, it's so nice to wake up and it's like bright out. It's just I love spring. It's it's coming soon, folks. Mm, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. Um, you seem busy. I I am busy. Uh it's we're recording a lot later than we would have liked to and what this is per- prime time for me it's 8 30 oh, oh okay i was also thinking just in relation to <laughs> hey man I, hey I'm, I'm getting old um 22. also in relation to like last episode uh it's by the time this comes out it'll probably have been it's like three weeks yeah it'll be like three yeah. weeks since the last episode that's on me um a mixture of just straight up canceling and also i thought i had re- ordered this mic yeah and then hadn't yes. actually ordered the mic so you put it in your cart <laughs> i put yeah, it in how my old cart. are you oh <laughs> uh, i'm just exposing myself and then you texted right me the now. other day and then you're like hey i ordered the mic and i'm like i you figured out you didn't order it like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, two weeks ago. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, hey man, yeah, I just yeah. ordered it, and then hey man, I ordered the mic. Hey man, I ordered it. But here we now. are, crystal clear audio. Hopefully, yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. I honestly didn't expect uh, like over a hundred people to like the Facebook page. That was cool. Thanks, guys, mm-hmm. for supporting the boys. Um, and uh yeah i know you came for phil and his face and his handsome handsome face and you'll stay for the joyful and insightful conversations ah there it is again because it because because it is so do you have anything uh you want to talk about today do you have have a topic you're bringing to the yeah you know what i have a way that we can transition into Mm. this topic um so i'll double back around i'm doing i'm doing good the weather here is also really warm which has helped a lot too um yeah i'm doing exodus 40 and you're doing exodus 90 right yes yes i'm doing the version where i am terrible at it but i'm trying my best (laughs) yeah exodus honestly like i wasn't going to do exodus 40 but then i saw that there's no cold showers in exodus 40 and I was yeah. like, I'm all. For I have it. beef with that, by the way. <laughs> what? 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 What's the point of that? Hey, it's Lent. It's the church's season of fasting hey. and discipline hey, hey, and hey. prayer. Here's three disciplines you don't have to do. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me. But we still, we're still, we're still disciplined. Come on. They took two very macho manly things, like 
man, you can hang out with the fellas, and you can watch sports, but only if you're hanging out with the fellas. <laughs> it's kind of annoying. It's but, like, well, I want to play video games with the fellas, but I'm not allowed to. I I don't know. Maybe they were thinking, like, if if a person's already not doing 90, but they're going to do 40, then uh, maybe it's someone who already yeah. is a hard sell. So let's just take away some of the tougher things so we can get yeah. them in. I don't know. So when you say Exodus 40, do you mean I'm doing the whole, like, the program or just the disciplines? That's a great question. Great distinction. They are different. The answer should be... I'm doing the whole program. The What's the real answer, Phil? The real answer is that <laughs> I'm just doing the disciplines because... So you have no brotherhood. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. I do have a fraternity. Good. And I do have an anchor, but I never look at the app and the readings and the reflections. Yes. And yes. it's really funny because in my fraternity... Oh, I'm exposing you boys, but this is just the truth. No one. No, we wanted to be less exposed. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna expose <laughs> no, y'all. I'll just it. I'll just put it on myself. I'll put it on myself. I, right. since the free trial, the se- the the first week free trial ran out. Um, mm-hmm. like I just haven't given it a second thought. Like yeah. the app. I know what the disciplines are though. Like I screenshotted them and I try to stay faithful to them and I check in with my anchor, but. Uh, I'm also like that. I've been a big fail on on reading the reflections. I think maybe partially because I think they're the same reflections as when I uh, did it the first time. Mm. And like whenever I actually do make the time to read, I'm like, wow, it's really good. I need to read those reflections. But I don't know. It's it can be overwhelming. Like uh, you have your Exodus reflections, and then there's the Bible in a Year podcast, and then there's the daily readings, and then maybe if you're doing like night prayer or something like that, it's just like a lot of content um to sift through and it, it it seems that the more readings and content and programs that i have to like burn through the less meaningful each one is you mm. know does that make sense that that does make sense mm-hmm. huh okay this is really interesting this and so why i brought up exodus is because yeah i i kind of just wanted to talk about just lent Lent in general. Ah, yes. Let's talk about Lent cast. Let's talk about Lent, the classic the Lent, Lent cast. Yeah. You know it's gonna happen. Any Catholic podcast, it has to. It has to. Um, yeah. So would you say you're having, like, has would you say you're having a fruitful Lent? Has Lent mm. been good for you thus far? I I don't. I have really really been struggling with noise, and I don't not sure why. I think maybe like there's some there's some messy stuff going on maybe not in my life but like with people I'm really close to and I, and I use like that as an excuse to indulge right like I I I very well could be doing disciplines I very well could be doing the things that I said I would do with Exodus 90 um but I don't know so far it's been sort of just like a uh I feel guilty because I know I'm supposed to be you know increasing prayer increasing fasting Mm. things like that but uh I don't know I haven't like um yeah I have I haven't seen that working in my life quite yet so I don't know maybe you have some insight for me on how to how to turn that around Mm. maybe not though how is how's it been for you it's been one week since you looked at me. <laughs> if I, I wish I knew the other line, I would have just followed up. Cock your head at the side and said I'm angry. All right. <laughs> Lent has been, it's been good. It's been good for me. Um, I've been afraid of Exodus for the last little while. I is this the first time you're doing it? It is, yeah. And oh, you you know this. You you were the one that like invited me to do exodus like that first time and and i said no i feel bad i had to outsource it yeah you had had to to outsource people in calgary to do it and i didn't like there was no like discernment it was just no it's hard i don't want to do it um (laughs) and then i don't know if it was the summer after that or two summers later i was asked again and and still said no um Mm. and in a way it still kind of feels like a cop-out because i said yes to exodus 40 mostly because it's just lighter and not just and like we already talked about this like it's less days but also it is just not as hard overall it's still hard though but it is don't don't get me wrong yeah yeah and it is still hard and it's it's 
good for me. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I did take some, I was asked like two weeks before Lent. So I had some time to think about it. Um, and like, see, like, is this right for me? Um, and I think this is okay. So actually what I, something I wanted to do was I wanted to kind of lead into the Lent conversation with this quote, and then we could just talk about this quote. Um, Perfect. So I'm just curious on, on your, yeah, yeah, just how you feel about the quote and let's just talk about it. So there's this quote from Bishop Scott McKaig. Um, like that guy. Great guy. Great guy. And it really got me thinking. And it goes, oh, how does it go? Let's see if I can remember. He's like, don't just choose what you do for Lent. It's like, pray first. Um, and he's like, the Lord doesn't just want your chocolates. Um, and he was, he was like, pray about it. Find out, yeah. let him tell you where you're most vulnerable to the enemy, i.e. vice. Um, identify the opposing virtue. Pick a discipline that will uh, pick a discipline that will strengthen that virtue, um, and then and then he just finished it with like the Lord wants you, He wants your heart, He loves you, um, and I thought it was just really interesting and I like it. yeah, and just not often how we approach Lent. I think often it's like, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna choose? What do I need to do? Yeah, what sounds impressive to to talk to the other. Uh catholics mm. catholics uh, around me yeah there's that there's that i i i definitely identify with the the chocolate giving guy for lent like i've been i've been doing exodus 90 which i actually think we could talk about a bit more because i'm actually not sure it is for everyone mm -hmm. um uh but yeah like i was just like oh it's lent now but like i already feels like lent so i'm just gonna keep doing what i'm doing and yeah I'll, I'll i'll cut out maybe eating out like one more thing um but there wasn't much intentionality there it, there wasn't like a lot of like rationally like okay well how does this keep me from god and you know what am i doing to turn it around it, it kind of reminds me of like we were talking before we were started recording about like smart goals mm -hmm. um in, in like a face study we're talking like to to make progress in the spiritual life you actually have to um be strategic about it, right? Like if you're not, if you don't struggle with chocolate, uh, and you say you're going to give up chocolate, um, you know, you're doing something, but ultimately we're not like striving as we ought to be, right? So mm. I don't know. Maybe I think I, I think I need to take it to prayer more. But Phil and I think some people are probably with me. Um, it's one week when we're recording this is eight days into Lent. Yeah. And I haven't done Lent yet. What do I do? Mm. You know, it feels too late to start. Yeah. Like, what do, what do I, what do I, do? yeah, either I didn't start or it's just, it's going not great. What can I do? Yeah. How can I turn it around? Yeah. Um, I think the big thing there, first of all, like, you can, like, you, you can turn it around, you can start now. Yeah. And you should. And you should. And you, and you should. Um, <laughs> I like, I like that. You can and you should. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's, it's important if we like what differentiating almost like Lent isn't about necessarily, no, it just, it, Lent isn't about resolutions. Like Lent, oh, Lent is about. I feel called out, Phil. <laughs> this, this <laughs> helped me though. Cause I was like, when I think, was this a year ago? I was like, what, how do I even approach this? And I remember it was either an article, it might've just straight up been in spiritual direction. Like. Lent isn't yeah. about resolutions. It's about repentance. Um, that is so good. Yeah. And I've that, I've stuck with that ever since. I, I have it written down somewhere. I don't know where. Yeah. One of my many half-filled so journals. Yeah. Um, That's something I'm struggling with a lot, is that the areas of virtue that I seem to be growing in are areas of virtue that coincidentally help me in, like, weight loss. You know, I got my wedding coming up want to look trim i want to fit my suit mm. uh so like the areas of virtue like being disciplined like well i find it easy to go cross-country skiing because i know that ultimately that's a resolution that i know that like it'll help me to to get that goal which is a good goal i i i can't afford to lose a little bit of weight um but it's really not 
um, based out of repentance. It's not based out of like an honest pursuit of God. I, I've been noticing that. Uh, yeah, it's really scary. Mm. You know, like it's, it, it is ultimately that we don't pursue virtue out of convenience for other areas of our lives. We do it because God is God and he's, he's worthy to be, to be loved. Right. Like, yeah. I don't know. I definitely feel called out. Like Lent isn't like another opportunity to turn my life around, you know? Yeah. That's not what it is. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's so easy for it to be that way. And that's just mm-hmm. like our, our sinful tendency, but monkey brain, <laughs> monkey brain. And it's, we got to resist like Lent becoming self-referential almost like it becomes about mm-hmm. ourselves. And yeah, I was having such a hard time and, and a lot of the, the reason why I want to talk about this is because just so much of it's on my mind because this is yeah. essentially the article I want to write which was supposed to have been finished like also oh. three four weeks ago my goal was to have that article it's finished before go. Lent and now we're like I mean almost we can always post it next year yeah if I remember to renew our subscription for the Google doc <laughs> that's what that's what another student was telling me he was like you can just you can just hold on to that and then just release it next Lent. I was like, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right, totally. I like this student. What's his name? Let's a shout out Dan Baxter here in Winnipeg. Uh, Dan Baxter, come on the podcast. Dan, you're smart. You're a smart guy. Just kidding. We should probably have a third episode of just the host before we start having guests. Before we start having guests, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Dan. Your time will come soon. Yeah, keep working on a podcast voice if that's a mm. thing. I don't have it. Me, me neither. I take that back. But yeah, so this has been on my mind and I think the the theme that I was trying to like draw out in my article is just like, remember who Lent is about um, mm. and that it's not about ourselves, but it's about, it's about God and our relationship with him. And I think that helps go from repentance to resolution. So then when I was like drawing that out, I was like, okay, but like repentance, like how do I lean into that? Like if Lent's about repentance, where yeah. do I go from here? And so then I started sackcloth and ashes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Like we hear repentance and we start thinking like, okay, you yeah. know what? Exodus 90 does sound great. Like I'm supposed yeah. to just repent of all these things. Sure. Yeah. I'll do all or the I things. I have to go cry right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. the other thing. Repentance like we think of like guilt, shame, sorrow, tears, life sucks. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and so I was kind of looking into it more and just the connection between like repentance and conversion um okay and just uh like metanoia like change change in thinking change in heart um and so i was like okay like repentance is so tied to conversion um Mm. and for lent it's like okay so i want to have an ongoing like how can i have a deeper conversion and then but then of course like what does that mean so the only the only thing (laughs) i could figure out from that was just like there are areas in my life where the Lord is on the throne and he stays there even when things get tough. But there are areas of my life where he's on the throne unless I'm feeling like insecure yeah. or I want to be slothful or I'm looking for like yeah. validation, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then I take him off the throne and I put someone else or something else on it. Or myself. Or myself. Or I put myself Long live on the king. It. <laughs> Yeah. King Philly. Um and so repentance and conversion for yeah. Lent, I like identifying those areas so that I can like actually right. repent, like turn away from that inc- that tendency to want to put something else on the throne. Yeah. And instead turn around to the Lord and say, "Okay, during this during this season of Lent, I'm going to I'm going to really work and then like the church gives us prayer, fasting, almsgiving as ways that I can work to like have you on the throne in these areas. And then when t- really believing, like truly being convicted that when Lent is over, there will be like a metanoia. Like you will, it won't just be like Lent will happen. And then after Lent, you'll go back to pre-Lent. <laughs> that shouldn't yeah. be the case. Like you, sh- you should come out of Lent with a change of heart changed like exactly like you will experience metanoia and the lord's gonna help you do it um and so i think that that helps a lot and bringing it back to like bishop scott's quote like find out where you're most vulnerable 
I think I think that makes sense. Like, where are you most vulnerable? So, yeah. Break it down for me, like Phil. Like, what what have you been uh, examining? Like, what's in your crosshairs to uh, to get kick off the throne? Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get personal. Let's let's break it down. So break it down. for me, as I was kind of going through this. Okay, so where can I start with this? Jeremy Rude, wonderful. I thought it was Rudd. <laughs> oh. No, Jeremy Jeremy Rude, this the CCO missionary. I thought it was Jeremy Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh it's Rude. I want to quote Jeremy Rude. So many quotes you brought to this podcast. Yeah, I feel I was, like I'm uh, I was, this is a professional. I was prepared. I was prepared. Um but mostly because this is like an extension of an article that was just never finished. Um, yeah, stay tuned. Scruple.com. Scruple.com. Check out the article. February 2022. 2022. Um, <laughs> but he was saying, like, in all his years on campus, that he just noticed, like, for men, the most common things was just, like, sloth. Yeah. Insecurity. Uh, or, no, okay, we'll bring it back. Bringing it back to just, like, bring it the, back. the masculine heart always asking, like, do I have what it takes? But then yeah. either like we go to sloth because we want we don't want to find out if we have what it takes or not, oh, yeah, so we go good. to sloth, or um, we like oh, we go into like performance mode to try and like yeah. validate and have and just like I don't know mm-hmm. have the world tell us that we do have what it takes, um, and I'm forgetting what else there is. But essentially, for me, I was like, okay what's the biggest like what do i relate to the most with that Mm. and i was like it's for me it's definitely at least right now in my life it's just sloth like i in my work with catholic christian outreach i so often am faced with that cco catholic christian outreach um it's actually really funny because i listen to american podcasts and no one ever mentions it i'm like oh huh it's funny you can get in your own little world no one ever no one ever mentions like no, cco never i mean focus oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. focus similar ish focus is a lot bigger though hey yes like way bigger yeah so we're coming for you folks yeah you're watch out 20 20 watch out. 45 2020 2022 february 2022 watch february out. i'm going to write an article about you focus <laughs> <laughs> Come, coming out right, what were you saying um oh just for me it's sloth i'm faced with that all the time in my work just like mm. do i have what it takes with different responsibilities yes. given to me or just like yeah. just being a male missionary on campus and feeling that like weight of men's yeah. ministry. It's like, ah, uh, like, I don't know if I have what it takes. And I don't, right. I don't often like turn and lean into just my identity in Christ and identity with oh, the father. Yeah. I just like, I just get slothful. I'm like, I don't even want to like find out if I do. Like, I just don't want to even go into that. So I'm just, I've been so slothful especially working from home it's just so easy to hide yes. it's easy to hide yeah. oh that's what i was gonna say is that one i'm doing law school at home so i can hide all day yes. long from everyone who's gonna challenge me from myself from from my classes from my schoolwork i can i can find every nook and cranny to get away from it and uh yes. and yeah definitely hide right that's that's like the biggest thing working from home it's so easy to hide um and I just want, I, the word for me, a theme, and this might be an entirely different podcast. Cause I've never, I've never done this before. This isn't something I've done with, um, like having a word for the year or having like a theme for the year. Yeah. And I really wanted that. And there's, that's, yeah. that would be too big of a tangent to go on right now. Have a word for Lent. Having a word for Lent would be amazing yeah. for me. I have, um, the Lord really placed on my heart, almost like a theme for the year and it was like i will strengthen you um and so in particular like i'm going to help like i to become the man i need you to be like that's going to require that discipline that that uh perseverance so i knew i'm gonna make you strong like you're gonna bench 450 you ever seen phil that man has not skipped like hey hey calf's like Carved like a Greek god. No, no. <laughs> Carved. Thank you. I'll take that like, compliment. I'll take that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I like. I like. Put my hand on them right now as you're saying that. I was like, yeah. Oh yeah, shit. Sure. He's right. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty nice. Um, what was I saying? Yeah. No. I guess that's the breakdown. Is 
mm. when I was considering, I was already, I already knew being slothful was my issue, was an issue right now, and the Lord wants to strengthen me. And so when mm. Exodus forty was brought forward, and just kind of praying about that, like it made sense. My vulnerability to, I was most vulnerable to the enemy right now. In that I was turning to just hiding and being slothful, mm. running, not being faithful to my responsibilities, and choosing not to just be disciplined and showing up, showing up and, yeah. and, and fighting the good fight. And so yeah. I was just like, yeah, I'm going to go through with this. Like I'm going to push through with Exodus 40. This is a fight that I'm, I will show up to. And yeah. throughout this, like I'm still probably going to hide at times and give in to sloth, but yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to lean in and, and believe and cooperate with the grace you're giving, knowing that when this is, when Lent is over, I will come out stronger and will Lent is over hope, believing, choosing to believe because it's hard to believe right now that there will be that metanoia and that I'm going yeah. to be, l- I will be less slothful by the grace of God. Can't even say the words. Yeah. So I don't know. Tell me, tell me, tell me what you're thinking after hearing all that. Yeah. I think what I want to like say is that Maybe this is going on in my heart. I'm I'm wondering if someone might be similar. Is that I don't want to um, acknowledge where I'm most weak to the enemy because that's terrifying. Mm. I don't like to acknowledge that I'm like really struggling with this because that's really scary to me, you know. And especially if it's maybe like an addiction, maybe it's like a sin you really struggle with a long time. Like I I don't know if I could trust you, God, to help me through this. Give me the grace to get through this. This is where I'm at. Like, I'm too, I'm struggling with sloth. I would say, like, maybe the biggest thing that I'm struggling with the most is, like, hmm, I would say just, like, treating myself with discipline in, like, schoolwork and prayer life. Um, Like, it's really hard for me to acknowledge that, like, my lack of discipline is a problem because I know that means I'll have to amend my life. Maybe step two is what we've been talking about. Like, you know, we need to like find repentance, but maybe step one and maybe just for what would be good for someone listening right now, is just like identify and be honest. What is my weak spot in the castle, right? And like, it's scary to acknowledge the gaping hole in your castle wall because yeah. you realize that you are actually vulnerable to temptation. And then that is a reality, but like, we first need to identify it. And that takes a lot of humility, yeah. you know? Yeah. So like, I would just say like, I'd recommend go to adoration. If you can go to the tabernacle so that you can realize that with Jesus, he can show that, um, show that to you rather than you just like gritting your teeth and like writing down all the ways you struggle. Mm-hmm. Like I, I recently had to sit down on a cue card and write here are the fruits of when I play video games. Here are the fruits of when I order skip the dishes to my house. And I would say, I would see how everything, everything is like, when I do one, it leads to the other. Like I have these, you know, these habits in my brain that, okay, when I play video games, I stay up late. When I stay up late, I don't get up early. When I don't get up early, I, you know, I'll miss a class. When I miss a class, I feel like I need to work on school. So I can't pray. Like it just became very clear to me that sin begets sin and virtue begets virtue. So um, try to like find the thing that, um, is keeping you away from the Lord the most. And I would say mine's a weird one is that it is actually video games. And it's like, it's weird because they're not an intrinsically evil thing, but they do cause me to, to value, to value, uh, enjoyment over prayer. They do cause me to, um, you know, miss prayer times, miss appointments, miss meetings, and ultimately get me off track. Also, this is really embarrassing because I'm not even supposed to be playing video games during Exodus. I'm sorry, everyone in my fraternity. But um, yeah, like it takes it takes a lot of work. Yeah. And like it's a painful experience to recognize, okay, this is this is what I'm struggling with. But that has to be the first step, right? Yeah. No, it's that's such a good point too. Like if you're yeah, if you're in that position and say, I don't even want to go there, like that's terrifying, that's going to take work, mm-hmm. that's exposing, I don't even like the thought of that. Because um, if if going back to, okay, what is Lent and its repentance and conversion, I think 
the biggest thing, like if we're going to turn away from and turn around to the Lord, um, mm-hmm. just, yeah, that's how you start. That is definitely how you start. I like how you said, go to scripture, go to adoration. Um, let him, let him more so like speak truth or reveal truth to you. Like, let him like save you from the lie, like whatever the lie is. Uh, you know, let him wrestle, wrestle you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let, let him, him... Let... Let him wrestle you about <laughs> let, it. Yeah, wrestle with him. Let him... I thought you were going to say rescue, yeah, let... but then you went wrestle, and I was like, oh. I like wrestle because... Like, J- like I, Jacob and the angel? I need to do it. Yeah, like that, but also sort of like I think of the women at the well, oh. you know? Where it's like the woman was at the well, and she had this conversation with Jesus, and, you know, like Jesus kind of revealed like, no, you're right, you, you are sleeping with five men mm-hmm. or, you know... Mm-hmm. And, like, she will has to, has to kind of wrestle with who he is, you know, and, like, giving that up yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so I just think, like, you know, ultimately he will be the one to, to tell us what is keeping us away, yes. right? yeah. Because um, it's, it's really easy to fall into. The thing that's probably keeping me most away from God is the thing that makes me unhappy. So I'm going to give it up. Mm. Wrestling with the Lord. Let the Lord yeah. speak to you and reveal those things to you. And that ultimately, like, he wants to, like, he's always, yeah. it's just this constant cycle, like, with our initial conversion, like, we were saved from something. Like, obviously, like, in the grand opera of salvation history, he, like, saved us from our sins. Yes. But then on an individual level... Uh, we're also saved from the lamest version <laughs> of ourselves. Exactly. We were, we, were, <laughs> we were saved, like, look at your testimony. It's like, there was a theme, like, you believed something about yourself, or you believed something yeah. about the world... And he essentially came and yeah. just like revealed himself, spoke truth. Like he yeah. saved you from that lie. And mm-hmm. he continually does that. Like it's not that that wasn't like a one and done. Like, well, there's yeah. either a different lie or the same lie just clothed differently. And he comes back over and over again and saves you from it. Um, so just like let him let him do what he wants to do. Let him be who he wants to be, which is your savior. Yeah. I'm here. I'm hearing uh, to switch gears a little bit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's great. I love that. But and not yes, but yes, and ah, um, Catholic of um, people thinking in their heads, okay, um, but aren't I not supposed to be slothful all the time? So why, you know, what does it mean to like give up slothfulness? So like, mm. practically speaking, what are you doing? Smart goals, right? Identifiable yeah, yeah, goals. Yeah. Um, to like beat that yeah. in your life with God's yeah, grace. Yeah, don't fat. I like that. Don't. Good reminder. We aren't fasting from sin. You do that all the time. We're fasting from good things. Uh, there's a very neat connection between like prayer, fasting, almsgiving, and then like faith, hope, and charity. Um, those are my three favorite <laughs> theological. Those are, those are just the best. Um, and there's the key is that those like the theological virtues, like when when we pick what when we discern what we're doing for Lent, and and how we're gonna go forward with this, it's remembering that like you're you're essentially with your prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, you're like you're practicing. You're almost like strengthening the faith hope and charity within you which is how how you're going Mm, to achieve that metanoia that's that's how you're going to come out of lent and be like okay Mm. like i've i have grown um so i hear what you're i hear what you're saying like it's not that oh i want to fast from sloth it's just that as i'm determining how i'm going to move forward with prayer fasting and almsgiving i know that the metanoia i need is in my tendency to turn to sloth and so yeah. for me, with like prayer, fasting and almsgiving, the biggest thing for me with prayer is just like, just like show up, show up and be consistent. Um, someone who's more advanced, yeah. like, I don't know what it looks like for you because you're more advanced than me. Literally with where, where I'm at, oh, the, listener, the listener, like if someone's out there listening oh, and okay. you have a very consistent yes. and devoted prayer life. Good for yeah, you. You're doing great. Yeah. We're happy for pray, you. Pray for listening. us, actually. 
How does it feel to be holier <laughs> than the podcast you're listening, podcasters? Yeah, you're listening you to? you don't often hear that American in podcasts. Nerd. You know, sometimes you wonder. You're like, man, these people are so holy. We're telling you right now. We're gonna validate you right now. You're holier than us. Congratulations. But also, you're absolutely depraved without grace. There's <laughs> yeah. that. Um, yeah so take that how's that sound but anyways like for me like i'm you have the pillars prayer fasting almsgiving it's like i just need to like show up show up be faithful and be consistent in in prayer and then like for fasting like looking at just the disciplines of exodus 40 um those those disciplines um they're just like they're gonna help me to almost like make to reorient and kind of put into right relationship a lot of these things because my slothfulness it really uh shows up with like devices not necessarily food i don't really struggle with yeah. food but i don't have a very good relationship with phone laptop uh even video games yeah. i didn't before but I, I i do now which is unfortunate and so these disciplines of exodus 40 along with like the anchor and the fraternity they're going to help me put a lot of these things back into right relationship where they should be. Um, almsgiving, that's a hard one. I'm going to, I'm going to be honest. That's I, I'm the worst with almsgiving and always have been. That's a tough one for me. I, I'm going to say that if you're struggling with almsgiving, there's like a 90% chance that you have way too many clothes in your closet. Mm. Get them to the nearest local catholic charity or charity of your choice i that's, feel like that's just yeah. an easy one like if we you can knock two birds in one stone you can get rid of all your wealth or get rid of some of your wealth that you don't need and you can go yes. with the poor which is yes awesome. yeah if you're ever um, like lost like this but yeah every time i do laundry i find like 15 articles of clothing I'm yeah. like, i haven't worn this and it's so two years i i i did that before moving to winnipeg as i cleaned things out and even now i could do it again I, I literally could do it again. In my closet, I don't wear half those shirts. My spiritual director told me, and it stuck to me, he's like, Regan, no man needs 10 sweaters. Mm. And I was like, shoot. And I looked at my closet, and I had like Ooh. 15 sweaters. There's just literally no reason for me to do that besides laziness. When, what someone might say to you, but Regan, like this shirt means a lot to me. It reminds me of my best friend from high school that i haven't seen in a while cool keep it get rid of the 15 other ones that don't mean anything to you good answer good answer maybe this is that's this is the best way to just wrap up the whole lent subject is not not so much like do this for almsgiving do this for prayer do this but more so like i we already kind of so for almsgiving a good like if you're sitting there you're like man i don't know what to do like that's that could be a good piece of advice is just maybe take a good look at your wardrobe and consider consider what you could donate yeah it's like batman in the justice league and he says just save one like just just donate one just donate one just and then one. it turns out he realized he can donate a bunch terrible movie all right keep going okay that's all i'm giving what about what were um, we talking about otherwise now let's go let's let's double back and just quickly for prayer what do you? What if someone's like, man, like I just don't know. Like I, I don't know, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. You don't necessarily tell them what to do, but like, what's some advice? Show up. Mm. Yeah, I guess like just yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it simple. Yeah. I'm not gonna say how long. There's like a million other podcasts on how to do that. I don't know if I'd have like good advice on that. Yeah. There's nothing we um, can say that hasn't been said already. But, um, I would briefly just say, um, if time in the scriptures. Uh, time in liturgy, time in petitionary prayer, and time in contemplation always helps me to 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 have like somewhere to go because sometimes it's hard to show up to a prayer time. Okay, now what? Yeah. Um, but if you have those those four four uh, four posts, it always helps me to at least get started. For fasting, what would you say for advice? Exodus ninety. <laughs> no, I don't know. Why am I giving all the advice? What would you say? Oh, oh, how dare you turn this back on me? Fasting. Advice for fasting. Um, I guess it's it's okay if it if it's like if it hurts a little or if it's if it's hard. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like maybe just a good like just a scripture passage just to like reflect on a little bit is just um like taking up those who want to follow me, like you need to like taking up your cross, the idea of like that's a part of this. 
is there are crosses we need to take up and not saying like you should pick a fast that's literally so brutal it feels like you're carrying a, a cross but maybe more so just the fat the fast will be good for you because it'll strengthen your will so that somewhere down the line when you are faced with hard stuff you're able to say i can I'll, i'm gonna carry this cross like i can do this yeah I think of like when we were a little kid and we got like a scrape and our mom would put like rubbing alcohol on it or something like that. And it stings a little bit and you'd be like, mom, what the heck? This hurts. Stop doing that. But she's like, that's how you know it's working. Mm. So if you're fasting from something right now and you're like, this is a breeze, maybe, maybe you need to uh, get some rubbing alcohol. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I, I really liked what you said. My advice, if I was to offer any, um, would be identify what's, what's actually keeping you from the Lord. Start there. That's a good one. Because it is about relationship uh, overall. And to do that, we have to get to repentance, not a resolution. Mm, yeah. R words, baby. R and R. Um, hey, that's the Lent discussion. Right? We did a Lent episode. We just did a Lent episode. And you listened to it. Good for you yeah. if you're listening. I hope, I hope you got something from it. And whether your Lent's been awesome or not so awesome, you can, you can turn it around. And Start today. In the Matthew Kelly, don't sue us. You could have the best Lent ever. You could have the best. Is that Matthew Kelly? I don't know. I'm just gonna say that's Matthew I, Kelly. Yeah. You could have earlier. The... Earlier, I said you have to be the, le- the the. We were saved from the lamest version of ourselves, and I was like, Ugh, uh, that gives off best version of yourself vibes. <laughs> Matthew, Matthew Kelly, Matthew Kelly. Um, so that's Lent. What else? Uh, do you want to do the addendum? Ooh, Regan, let's do the addendum. Ladies and gentlemen, it's addendum time because we always make mistakes, and our listeners let us know. We're gonna we're trying something new here at the Scruple Podcast, where Regan and I actually get super we take meta. a look at all the things that you guys either said we were wrong about or said that we didn't consider or just constructive criticism helpful feedback but this is a place where we talk about the last fast (laughs) (laughs) our own podcast we put it at the end so you can feel free not to listen to it but if you were really pissed off hey maybe uh it'll get resolved yes uh phil uh do you want me to start yeah, go ahead and start. What's okay. what's some feedback you got so from last episode? So I had a great mentor, a, a great wise teacher talk to me about the podcast. It was my older brother, Gavin. Talked to me about the podcast and gave me some advice. Um, and just like gave some tips for how to make it more accessible. Um, because looking, listening back now, I was like, wow, it is very niche. Like to get the podcast, you really... You, you, it seemed like you had to know both of us or at least our friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're going to do this, I mean, might as well make it something that people we don't know can listen to it as well. Right. Um, yeah. I think ultimately we'll be mostly our, just our friends listening to it if we do keep going, but who knows, right? Like if it's, if it can bless other people, uh, we'll, we'll let it. But, um, yeah. So ultimately like his main, his main advice, not really criticism was like name drop less, um and like be a little bit more general general that's a tough line to walk Mm -hmm. um like i do want to like be in a healthy extent like open and honest about the journey Mm -hmm. uh like authentic uh but also like you want to make it general enough so that people can approach you so he kind of gave the example of like social media how we both talked about like it's used for evangelization um, and we kind of pointed out, we ignored like all the practicals of it. Like yeah. also when we're addicted to social media, like, you know, we use all our other time and like, you know, like we can miss prayer time and like we can become a, you know, addicted to this stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's true. It wasn't really the conversation we were having though. So I, yeah, it got me interested. Like what, who is this podcast for? Um, I, we kind of left and I was thinking like, maybe, maybe it's for like, young Catholics um, who are interested in evangelization like me like I don't know I don't even know if we have a set audience yeah I don't even know if we should try that's what such, do you think wow 
Yeah, I never even thought of that actually. Yeah. That's it's true though. Like, listen, I listened back after receiving some feedback. Like, I I listened back to the first episode and I did notice that it was very it was very specific. Like, social media in terms of like ministry was a big thing. Yeah, and then we kind of dabbled a little bit in just the idea of maybe just being addicted overall, but it was like ninety to ninety five percent using it in ministry, and that's such a very this is very specific. The barrier to entry was kind of high. Yeah. Now that I realize. Yeah. Like, and may, maybe not so much with this episode, but like, hmm, I'm going to like be wrestling with like, hey, well, who are we trying to reach here? Yeah. You know, are we trying to reach other committed disciples, uh, committed Catholics, or are we trying to reach the lost? Mm. Isn't like, isn't that what Pines with Aquinas is for? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like when you said that, when you said that, my first thought was like, uh, who's who's going to listen to this that's like the lost? I think for me, my gut reaction is probably, yeah, young Catholics that, that young Catholics like us, but maybe still kind of maybe lowering the bar a little bit to mm-hmm. they might not necessarily be. They could be they could be very new to this. But they yeah. would still say like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a young Catholic. I want to listen to this. So yeah, Which, and that's like that's kind of our thing because we are very new at this. Oh, totally. In in, in terms of mature Christians, mm-hmm. like we've been at this for a total like a cumulative total of maybe like five years. Yeah, you know, so like um, maybe that that's an appropriate brand, but um, yeah. So I don't know. Let us know, listener, if you uh, think we should talk about something else or if you think we should lower or higher the bar at the same time i don't care i'm probably just gonna do what i want to do <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about whatever we want to talk about maybe we'll never do yeah. another addendum we're just gonna do our own thing uh yeah screw you yeah yeah <laughs> this is the one and only addendum no uh no this is good so what it, what what feedback did you hear um well also just i i received similar feedback too and, and i guess to i guess piggyback off of that i i doubt it and we'll we'll reach out personally before this episode comes out but maybe this is already virtue signaling whatever if it is i don't care um like if you were name dropped and you didn't like it or like we are sorry and by the time you're listening at the same time we are like i am i'm i name dropped way more than you did and i am planning on like messaging them individually and just being like i'm sorry like did that like if that made you uncomfortable i'm very sorry um it's like i forgot i was on a podcast and i was just like in a conversation with you which it but at the same time it's like was that what we wanted i don't know i don't know and that was that was another thing gavin said like i just dropped honduras like everyone wasn't supposed to know what that meant (laughs) like no like two years ago me and uh phil became true friends i would say on a on a mission honduras and that was kind of where our our friendship actually genuinely began in my eyes anyway yeah um yeah but uh yeah i don't know we'll try to make it a little bit more uh <laughs> less niche yeah but at the same time like if we don't reach an audience past our friends that's really okay i anyway. i'd be okay with that actually yeah yeah we're we're figuring like, this out as we go yeah. too like we had we had someone message us saying like the podcast um led them encouraged them to pray and i was like man like yeah we did it i love what you said all to of that. The, all of this work yeah like, if we encourage one person to pray like yeah we that was it. amazing you know? when we received that message listen to the episode i'm gonna go pray now and then i talked to <sighs> you it. and i love how you i love what you said you're like that makes it what, what did you say like that's all we could hope for like that's yeah that's literally the best thing we could hope yeah for. that's the best we can you know, hope the best for. thing we could hope for is not like a uh, hundred likes on facebook or ever a bunch of downloads like man if we're actually being productive with it, if we got three people to pray, yeah, that's 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 that's, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I think honestly, and I don't want the addendum to be too long. This is probably good. Yeah. A part of me was like, this is probably good. Should we like dive into specific? Because obviously, not everyone's gonna feel the same way about social media. And I got some specific social media feedback, but I don't even know if we need to go there. Like, like, yeah, we kind of addressed if, it. If I was to go there very uh, quickly. 
you're probably right and i'm probably wrong yeah whatever you because i i had a few so things don't let it steal your piece yeah it's fine i had a couple people who came up who kind of told me like but what about this or what about that this is fun because people you work on campus so people can actually challenge you but i'm just hiding <laughs> in my office spouting my opinions untouchable and seriously email uh i i haven't i, I don't have phil's domain email yet um, but email Regan at thescruple.com or look up Philip George's profile on the CCO page and donate him money. Oh my gosh. Find his email that way. <laughs> um, but yeah, like if you seriously don't like something, you want to add something, anything at all, uh, we'd love to hear it. So email us. Mm-hmm. Or probably if you're listening to this, you already have our numbers, so just text us. But yeah. I must have texted you 10 times like, hey... You know, I posted on Facebook that we were recording episode two yeah. two weeks ago. Like refueling for episode two, and then we now we're recording two weeks later. I really hope people actually looked at that photo, because if you look, we're eating Little Caesars, brie cooked in a microwave, yeah, flavored Triscuits, <laughs> and um, is that it? That That's it, but my favorite thing about that picture is... Um, our friend, our friend Jaden is—he's—he's he's off to the left. He's not in the picture, but Jaden is like full-on fasting from like so many things. And Regan and I are like in his face, Little Caesars, Brie crackers, love and life. <laughs> yeah, we went through a Brie phase when we'd be like up in the loft and be like, "Hey, you want to like go get a wheel of Brie right now? Like, let's let's go get a wheel of Brie." I loved that. That was amazing. And we would just good yeah, times. we would go to the microwave. Yeah, good times, good times. Remember when it was like to. To be with people. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> we miss you, people. Yeah. we That photo that was taken on the Facebook page was on a Friday during Lent. So somehow we convinced ourselves that that was fasting. Was that a Friday? <laughs> I think so. Oh, yeah. It must have been because Jaden is... Because we were eating cheese pizza and we had brie. Oh, yeah. Because it was no meat. We were just yeah. eating for the meat. Yeah. Here we are preaching like, here's how to do Lent well. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Cool. Well, if you're still here, I congratulate you. Um, give wrap it up. I have a lot of editing to do. Yeah, this yeah. This this is gonna need a lot of editing. I don't know. You you want to okay. do the outro? I attempted last time and messed up. <laughs> in the first in the first un, unreleased podcast, you s- s- rambled <laughs> off a Saint Michael the Archangel prayer <laughs> in sheer panic. Thank you for listening why you did we don't know but we appreciate it anyway Mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen this has been the scruple we'll be back next week or if phil keeps up his shenanigans three months from now uh have a good whatever day it is and yeah if you're if you're not doing lent start again baby it's time yeah start again let's do it start again let's have a good lent let's do this (laughs) bye-bye